Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masechah Zivamas, Perkid Aleph, Mishnah and Mishnah Vav. And today's Mishnahs are being learned B'schos Esrabas Rachel, Shishi B'zachar Fine Jeziva Gahagon, Bekar of Mamish. And Mishnah says, Kohenesh and his Arv Vlad of we have a Kohenes whose son got mixed up with the son of her Shevcha. Now that means that one of the boys here is a Kayin, and one of them is the Evid of a Kayin. So Are Elo Echel Batruma, they're allowed to eat Truma. That's because the Evid of a Kayin is allowed to eat Truma. However, they only get one portion at the Gairin at the Truma distribution point. So they would have to go together to pick up their portion. Now, the Enum and Tamil they're not become Tame Mace because one of them is a Kayin, and we know Kayan are not allowed to become Tame Mace. The Enum Nashim, they're not allowed to get married at all. Bain chairs, bain psulais, to either a kosher woman or puzzle woman. That's because, let's say, one of them wants to get married to a kosher woman. We tell him, hey, maybe you're an Evid and you're not allowed to get married to her. So he says, fine, I'll get married to a puzzle woman. We tell him, fine, but maybe you're a Kayin, so you're not allowed to marry her. But now let's say Higdila Tarivas. These two boys that got mixed up grew up. And they freed each other. So that means that one of them is still a Kayin, but one of them is not an Evid anymore. He's just a regular Israel. So Noisim Nashim, they're allowed to get married. However, Ru'us Lakuhuna, these women have to be fit for a Kayin because one of these is a Kayin. They're still not to become Tame Mace because one of them is a Kayin. If they do become Tame in and Saifkim Sarbayim, they do not get Malkus because we're not able to prove that he's actually a Kayin. They're not allowed to eat because one of them is not an Evid of a Kayin anymore. He's just a regular Israel. However, they did a truma in a Mishalm and Karen Rechaimish. They do not have to pay Karen Rechaimish payment. That's because we can't prove that he's not a Kayin. They do not get truma at the garden, the truma distribution point, even if they show up together. So for sure, one of them here is a Kayin. Still, we're not going to give it to them because we're afraid they're going to end up eating it. However, they're allowed to sell truma which belongs to them. For example, if they have a field and they have to separate truma and maestros from their produce, they don't have to give that truma to a Kayin because one of them is a Kayin. So they're allowed to sell that truma, and the money belongs to them. They don't take part in the distribution of Kachay Mikdash. For example, skins of Karbanais. That's because they can't prove that they're a Kayin. We don't give them Kachim. However, we will not take away that which they have from them. They're Pater from Zrael Chaim and Keva, which are parts of an animal that have to be given to a Kayin. If they shecht an animal, they don't have to give these parts to a Kayin because whoever's shechting it could say, hey, I'm a Kayin. You can't prove otherwise. Bechaira, his firstborn animal, does not have to be given to a Kayin because maybe he's a Kayin. So what's done with it? It goes out to graze in the pasture until it gets a mum and then he's allowed to keep it like a regular Yisrael is as well and shecht it. And we place Chomers of Kayhanim and Yisraelim on these people. And the Gemara explains is referring to a carbon mincha brought by one of these people. We know the carbon mincha of a Kayin has to be completely burned and it's not eaten. Whereas the mincha of Yisrael needs a Kaimitz taken out of it. So over here, we have to take a Kaimitz out of it because maybe he's a Yisrael, but we have to burn the mincha because maybe he's a Kayin. Moving on to Mishnah A woman who did not wait three months after her husband to get married, meaning her husband died or divorced her, and she didn't wait for three months. Now we've learned previously that she has to wait for three months because we needed to see if she's pregnant. However, she didn't wait that three months. When he says since she got married, Vyalda, and she gave birth seven months after she got married. It's not known if this son that she had is from the previous husband and it's from a nine-month pregnancy or if it's from the current husband and it was a seventh-month pregnancy. And then the son of hers died. So let's say this mother of his had sons from her previous husband and from her current husband. They have to do chalitza and not yibam. That's because they don't know if this is their brother from only a mother, which Yibam does not happen to, or if it's a brother from a father, which Yibam does happen to. So Chalitza needs to happen. So to him, to them, meaning if one of her sons from the previous marriage, from the current marriage dies, so this son who's a suffix would have to do Chalitza, not Yibam, because again, we don't know if this is a brother from a father or just a brother from a mother. 
But consider the following case. Let's say he has brothers from the first one and from the second one, not from the same mother. Meaning this guy's mother's current husband and her previous husband had sons from totally different marriages of theirs. And one of these sons died without children. So who chalitzu miyabim? He, the suffolk, could do chalitza or yibam. And that's because of man of shach. Either this one who died is his brother from the same father, and what he's doing is the mitzvah of yibam, or it happens to be someone totally not related to him. For example, it would be his mother's previous husband's son from a different marriage. And the reason why he'd be allowed to marry this fellow's wife is because she happens to be a random woman whose husband died who's looking for a new husband. And behem, these sons, one would do chalitz and the other would do yibam to this suffix wife if he dies. We're going to stop it for the day and pick up tomorrow with more cases. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.